Okay, so uh, this is Daniel, and I normally go by Papa Bear, if you can't tell by the, the little symbol there in my my uh, character. But uh, I, I put this title in here because I wanted to... This app is kind of being restore my faith in the answer to that question. So um, one half of a, co- of a hosting team for a podcast, we discuss um, government, we discuss civil or like social contracts, basically what it is that makes people agree to walk down the street next to each other and not try to take something that, you know, they may see as their own. So kind of those relationships and, you know, agreements we've made, um, some formal, some informal with each other in order to make sure that we can all do a better job surviving. So we talk a lot about uh, politics and governments and things like that on our podcast. It's linked in my Profile. So that podcast is called Balanced Exchange. So uh, we're both Marines. Uh, he is no longer active duty. I am still an active duty Marine. And I started this podcast with him after a meeting um, almost a year ago here. Pretty soon it's going to be a year from the day that we originally met. And we had not known each other at all beforehand. Both talked about the fact that we had a little bit of a social media um, like production history. So I helped my uh, daughter on her like her YouTube channel, and I've produced a lot of stuff. I've been doing video productions since uh, I was in high school, so for more than 20 years. And so we kind of started talking about the idea of maybe we should collaborate on something. And it came to this idea that we both were very concerned about the idea that people can't disagree on something that is you know, considered to be related to politics and, without really it breaking down into this huge fight about it or needing to take far polar opposite sides on something like there's no way to just have an honest conversation and understand the other person's perspective and just try to figure out, you know, what would be a way to remedy what we might see as a, a problem. So I do have some guests uh, looks like waiting here. I'm going to go ahead and bring in the first for the first time I've had to do this. So who's uh, joining here? Let's see. Uh, I see. I see. Either you do uh, teach teach on polarizing topics and how to play nice. That seems perfect with what it is that uh, we're kind of trying to talk about today. Uh, really, it's just about how I'm getting started and what we were thinking we might be able to use wisdom for. So, uh, I'd really like to uh, say I thank you for joining us, Celia. Uh, hi. Yes, uh, Daniel. Uh, my yeah. My name is Zaisla, and I actually I have a consulting business and a podcast called Bicurian, and that's why I was really excited about your topic because that's what we do. We work on sort of trying to model and and obviously it's a self-discipline practice as well because it requires a certain amount of effort but the that distinction between having a conversation and saying like i have a passionate view about this topic and that doesn't mean i have to dehumanize you or try to win right like i can i can concede a point that you've made even if i i don't love that it's true (laughs) i can concede that you know a politician that i like has made errors, shock of shocks, right? Like, and yet still be committed to a belief in the solutions that I think are important. And, and so what's what we try to do on, or I should say, I actually feel really proud. We've been doing the podcast for four and a half years. And for the most part, you know, 83 episodes. And for the most part, we've really been able to stick with that, that perspective of saying, let's get past the rhetoric and the reactions and actually talk about things that matter. Like, you know, most of us would agree that we're anti-slaughter, wherever we stand on guns and gun rights, we're anti-slaughter. How do we get there? 
and stop buying into this political marketing and these reactionary concepts that are not moving us forward as a country. Nobody's happy. Nobody. <laughs> and that's not true. There's a few people who are wealthy and powerful, I think, who might possibly be happy. I, I want to believe they aren't because it's so painful. However, <laughs> so well, I think it's great. I love your topic and I love that you're doing it with your kid. Like that's fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, so we, we do talk about it through me and, and, and my family too, talk about some stuff like that, but the, the, my daughter part is a whole different channel. So I do oh, okay. work with her stuff. We do, we do very much more like things she's interested in than, than things I'm interested in. Although <laughs> one of those topics is kind of starting to slide the other way, which was um, for a long time we've done Lego on her channel, uh, which was kind of a thing introduced by me because I enjoy it. And she fell in love with it and started doing it too. But she's starting to grow out of that being her number one, like super interested thing. So uh, that's still mm-hmm. pretty much carried on, on on my stuff. So, <laughs> but um, no, my co-host uh, is uh, another Marine. So he and I both kind of have some history, uh, whether we never actually worked together, not one day uh, in our time in the Marine Corps, but um, because of just that, that bond that we already had, it helps us you know, start that conversation without a perception of like, I have to have that way of getting ahead. Like a lot of people do with those conversations because we still have that brotherhood. And I think that we should be able to um, like be able to find ways to make that conversation and that feeling that he and I have without ever having known each other beforehand, be the way we start our conversations. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And and I, and I, there is a, I think you make a really important point which is that there, there needs to be some shared value or motivation for trust in order to have that kind of yeah. vulnerable conversation. And I, over the years, I have often done the work to provide that trust by being vulnerable or taking a risk or acknowledging something uh, because I recognize that you know, this is my work and it's also really important to me. And, but it's also something to recognize that like you, you walk up to a stranger on the street and you're like, Hey, let's have a supercharged conversation. It may not go right. as, as smoothly as one would hope. And so there's definitely some, some effort and skill that needs to be applied to be able to step into that with people. Um, but my background is that, you know, I grew up in a very religiously conservative family and I mm-hmm. sort of walked a different path and, um, and so, like, there was that there was that time period where I was trying to really sort of like determine how. I Interestingly, we're the same in terms of our values. I think, which I, I find to be kind of intriguing. And yet, when it comes to our, our our ways of enacting those values, we have some really different ideas about how that's supposed to work. Um, and we've managed to to stay close over the years, you know, we've had our moments and, and our, our disagreements for sure. And, and for me, it's always been, he's my dad first. No, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, you know, and, and I feel like he's always treated me like his daughter first. And, um, as a parent, you can understand like our, our children do kind of create an opportunity for us to step outside of our assumptions. Right. And right. I, I came out in my mid twenties to him as a religiously conservative Republican in Southern Utah. And I came out as a, uh, a member of the LGBT community. And he, you know, responded to that in, I think, as, as a, you know, supportive of a way as he could at the time. Like he didn't reject me, but it was definitely a little sketchy. And, um, and then my daughter, a few years ago, <laughs> I, I shared this because you shared being in the Marines, called me up and she's like, I'm going to go join the army. And I was like, you are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? 
and and I had that moment of understanding what my dad had to step into. Not because I had sure. an issue necessarily with her being in the military, but I was scared of a mom, and I wasn't anything I ever expected her to do. Like I had a whole different idea about how she was going to go about her life, and yeah. I had to immediately get on board with what she wanted. And so I called my dad up, and I was like, "Hey, you know, I wants to join the military," and and he was just like, "How you doing with that?" And I was like, well, "I don't know. You can relate to like your kid calling you up and telling you that they're going to live a life that you never expected." Right. And he was like, yeah, "Oh my that's... gosh!" And he started laughing, and it was just great moment for us <laughs> and so it was like yeah and i could see that i could see the, the connection yeah i can right? absolutely see like, the connection you're making between those two concepts yeah because i just didn't expect that for her i wasn't so, like i said i wasn't upset or anything but i was just like wait a minute no really you're a cheerleader come on <laughs> i mean it's a so, it's a big beautiful. it's a big announcement about a part of your life right so this is a decision you make that's going to for at least several years if you're joining the military and the impact it will have on who you become and like how it shapes you and how you look at society and how you look at other people it it does affect you know how you do those things how you look at everything and how you think about things yeah you, no, you automatically form to become a part of this huge community oh sorry go ahead no 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 you're, no, you're right like thank you for sharing that right like she she got totally and it was so good for her i'm so glad she did it which is not a statement i would have expected to make and it was also so beautiful for me to share that moment with my dad to be able to say hey i see you i see how you showed up for me yeah. 20 years ago in a way that was i can understand now more difficult because i was a kid and kids are very self-centered you know i was like you gotta like support me and i don't know that i was wrong and at the same time, I'm like, wow, thank you for showing me that. Thank you for making it possible for me to understand how to step into that relationship with my kid and to, to really be present to, it's okay. You can be on a path I didn't expect. You can have a different view of things and we can still be close. And I, you know, I value that. So. Yeah. And I mean, so as it a, seems like a, parent, a big part of it too is as a parent, you're hoping, right. All, all, all you kind of, and I've, I've even said this with my kids and, and my wife and I agree in the same thing that your overall goal is to help raise you know, a contributing and caring member of society that, you know, is aware of themselves and of the others around them and can, can do their best to kind of like join that society and be, be value added, I guess is mm -hmm. one of the things I try to use all the time. Um, yeah. So we, we've been yeah. doing our podcast only for like, uh, like I said, we met a year ago, we started about three months after that. So we kind of put our stuff out in, in two seasons or in, in seasons basically, because we're both working professionals too. So it's like, Hey, we're going to do this, you know, a little bit at a time and then take a little break. So that way we can kind of uh, refresh ourselves and then come back to it with some energy uh, each, each couple months. So, now, I, I so how often do you guys put out your episodes? Time. Sorry. We've, no, we've been doing about every other week. We just actually started a live stream, which is it's a whole new beast. I didn't realize yeah. how, how much that we, so we did, we've done two. We're about to do our third one this week. Um, this way is at 30 mountain time. If you want to tune in and I would definitely, I'll find you and follow you because I'm super interested in what you're up to. Um, and, and yeah, I totally support and agree with you. Like, that's what I wanted for my kids. I wanted them to be self-directed, uh, contributing, responsible members of society. And I wanted them to feel that support for me to follow what they thought was right for them. And that was such an interesting moment because I had a different relationship with my kid. And so she actually asked me, like, are you okay? Like, do you support me? And I was like, whoa, like, that's a really hard question because I'm terrified for you to be in the military. And I would never want my fear to be a reason you don't do something. Like, that's not the kid I raised. Those are not the values I have. So 
of course I support you. Like, go try this thing that you think is a good choice and see how it goes. Like, what else? Am I yeah, and I mean, you know? like <laughs> a, a balanced, a balanced piece of it too. Like, hey, did you do your research? Do you know what you're getting mm-hmm. into? Did you make this choice with some information? Or are you kind of running off at it? Like parents do, right? We're going to ask some questions, yeah. but in the end, once we come to the decision, so we kind of have this concept, I think it's a pretty normal military thing where it's like, we're going to have the discussion up front, but once the decision's made, like, hey, decision's made, let's go forward, you know? Um, so it's yep. kind of like that same way. Mm-hmm. No, and that's um, exactly so, what she did. She talked to a bunch of my friends. I asked her to do that. I said, you talk to some women in the army and just find out what you're getting yourself into? <laughs> and she absolutely yeah. did that. We have a bunch of friends and they, they like gave her the straight scoop and she was like, nope. All right. So I really appreciate you calling, like, sitting and talking with me for a few minutes, Isila. Um, so I'll probably be able to find since you were listening here and follow you and then be able to hopefully be able to pick up um, links to your stuff. I'm hoping that they're in your profile. Uh, links to our podcast and the YouTube channel that we produce them. So we do our podcasts both in audio only form in almost all the places you can find, you know, your normal podcast, but we also do video versions, both of us, wherever we happen to be. So there's, there's actually a couple of episodes this season of me um, in my RV instead of in my normal studio because I've been traveling the country over the summer and we weren't going to stop recording. So went ahead and did them from the RV and I had to go to a conference a couple of weeks ago and went ahead and did it, uh, did an episode recorded straight out of the, out of the RV that week too. So we try to be pretty consistent with producing our episodes where they come out every Friday at noon. And a big part of what I'm thinking we can do using wisdom is potentially when we're recording our episodes instead of um, it only being available when we put them out is actually having it set up so that we're kind of having this dialogue like we would be able to have here right now um, inside wisdom with anybody who's interested in the same topic and then have that be a part of the episode. So I'm not sure how um, we would have to get with anybody who's or going to join or it'd have to be clear that if you're joining us and talking to us that there's, you know, your dialogue with us will be included in that podcast. I think if people are going to join us and want to be a part of this conversation, they can be pretty willing to understand that we're going to go ahead and publish this and it's going to be something so that we can help hopefully bring, um, some healing, you know, some concept of truly understanding like the person you're having this conversation with and where we're going. And a big part of the reason we decided on the name for balanced exchange is that we try to pick topics that maybe one of us is a little more um, knowledgeable in. And then it's more like one of us is kind of teaching the other member of our podcast. So we're kind of helping each other out, which seems to fit right in with the mentor mentee concept that's going on here with wisdom, where the expectation is someone has some experience um, and someone else is there to kind of learn. And in, in that vein, I wanted to tell you a little bit about myself. So, um, I do have a bachelor's degree in political science. Um, I have my master's degree in organizational leadership and organizational change management. So my whole goal is to learn as much as I can about people um, and how we form our governments, what the governments are supposed to do for us, why um, structures in society exist. And then through the organizational change stuff and the organizational leadership stuff, understand what it takes to really Uh, push for and make these kinds of changes in our societies and in our governments. And so that's a big part of what we talk about on there. Uh, We have an, uh, we have an episode that's like my top 10 changes that we need to do for the government. Um, We have episodes talking about um, who are, you know, best and worst presidents of the United States are. So discussions like that. I mean, ones that are political in nature and then show that we can still find common ground on them uh, and where those things, you know, diverge where we can understand each other's concepts. I saw a discussion on here earlier saying to ask why more frequently. And I think that's a big part of what we're kind of trying to do. And I would 
think that maybe through wisdom and through us all sitting here and being able to actually engage directly and through voice and through being able to talk on subjects that we're interested in, being able to actually, you know, find people who would be interested in joining us and helping to try to start this movement to actually be interested in um, our government and interested in your local community and how you can potentially make change. We had this plan for season two that um, we didn't really go through with because we wanted to make season two more about working towards finding a process to identify guests to be on the show and have someone who's an expert in something neither of us understand and bring that information into the the show. Um, but we were originally talking about trying to, from start to finish during our recordings, actually going through the process of starting a, writing a bill, like try to make change in your local government. So how could we go about actually trying to get a law changed or go about identifying stuff in your community and walk our, like our, our members and our viewership through how to do that process. And that's something we still plan to do in the future. And so it'd be pretty fun to, you know, sit and think and, and talk with people about how to maybe do that going forward. What would be great ideas about how, how we can make some change and then identifying those changes that need to happen and, and really figure out what the process would be to make those changes. Um, but a lot of that comes from having that normal conversation that includes identifying a problem and agreeing that something needs to change. Something should be done in order to improve that. Um, and then in identifying that some kind of a change is important and maybe we don't agree exactly on what the perfect uh, solution would be, but that we can find some kind of a compromise solution that would then hopefully accomplish the actual change. All that we're worried about is fixing a problem and knowing what the right solution is might not be um, possible without trying something. So let's, let's be willing to kind of like identify a solution and move it forward. So that was a big part of what I wanted to talk about. Both links to the YouTube channel and to our uh, audio version of the podcast are available in my profile. And I do think we'll probably be doing something with Wisdom where we can hopefully try to engage with our audience on here. I just listened to uh, a really, really great recording from someone on here that talked about critical thinking and being involved in your local government and actually trying to get out and do things. So rather than just trying to record and put out a soundbite um, just to engage with people socially on media only actually being involved and engaged and going out. And it made me really think like, how much can I do now? How much involvement do I have? And can I, can I do more? Right. Is there more that I can do? And I feel like there always is. I feel like everybody has to understand that there's always more that you can do. So why not see if there's something that we can get out there and get engaged in, identify that through these discussions. Maybe someone joins in while we're working through a particular problem and says, I see that problem in my area and identify who their local leaders are. Like we can do all of that live together, help identify that and then have this real open, honest, connected conversation about problems that we have and be willing to say like, you know, I've, I've never even realized that. I never knew that that was a thing and that it needed to be addressed. And let's sit down and decide what the real root of the problem is and let's see if we can't find a solution and like make sure that that conversation is focused. I think that's what uh, Celia and I were kind of getting at was as long as there's that agreed upon like purpose, right? If you have a purpose and a goal that you share, that makes that, that conversation pretty easy. So if we can upfront establish, you know, what's the, the shared purpose, what's the shared relationship that, that the people are having this, you know, discourse have that makes it so much easier to then keep it civil, right? Keep it where we're trying to accomplish something rather than trying to just tear each other down. And I don't think that's where 
uh, people go today think it's often attack and not really consider the other person's perspective. So um, I hope that, you know, you all will come hang out with us when we do get a chance to actually get this up and going. I wanted to get a little bit out about what uh, I'm all about on here and what our podcast is about uh, here in the early startups of this, because I've kind of been interested in it today. I had the day to actually sit and see how the platform is looking on release. I had no idea. They invited us to come in and be top mentors a while ago. I also do a great deal around learning and education sometimes on our podcasts because that's a big part of what I'm doing right now. I'm uh, responsible for a big part of training for Marines, and I have been doing a great deal of research over the last year on exactly what um, you know scientific study proof has shown that there are strategies you can use towards improving learning, and I'm trying to implement those throughout our uh, like my courses that I'm managing, and I kind of want to see us make those improvements. So a big part of what I talk about is that too. And well, you'll, if you go check out our podcast, you'll see that like our, our conversations are kind of all over the place and keep in mind that it's, it's two Marines talking. So we, we, from time to time, you know, get pretty, uh, pretty vocal, pretty adult language. Um, Cause it's something, you know, if you get passionate about it, like was mentioned during the, the last guest, you know, that you kind of do end up getting a little upset when you see that there are these problems that no one wants to address or that no one wants to solve. So then we, we do kind of get upset. And sometimes that comes out in, uh, you know, very Marine Corps, very um, abrasive language, but it's not like in a way where we're attacking each other. It's just the act of being upset about it and wanting to find a, a common purpose towards fixing it. So I think that's an important thing for us to do as a society and work towards potentially moving forward and trying to, find that common purpose, which will then make it that much easier to establish civil discourse. So we open every episode with um, talking a little bit about what we have going on right now in our life, really uh, very much like very much right now. And then one that's kind of a general right now. So very much right now, we talk about what we're drinking. So we're two, uh, you know, adult Marines and both enjoy to imbibe an adult beverage from time to time. So we kind of talk about what we're drinking. Um, my co-host actually happens to be participating in sober October this month. So all of, all of our episodes that we were recording this month has to be like, I'm drinking some water kind of sad, but Hey, you know, it's, it's uh, where we're at and uh, talk a lot about health and fitness too, because we're both very like um, we, we would, the term we used the other day was like uh, aging athletes. So both being very uh, fit individuals, but getting up there in age. So we, we kind of deal with that and talk through health and fitness. Um, but then, one of the key topics we talk about every time is what are we reading? So we're both prolific readers. Um, there's rarely an episode where the book we were reading in the last week is the same book we're reading, unless it's a very, very large Brandon Sanderson or a, uh, you know, a Robert Jordan or something. So then we tend towards, oh yeah, it's the same book I was reading last week, but here's what's going on. Um, both have a lot of interest in um, social discourse stuff. So we talk a lot about those had uh, an ap- episode a couple weeks ago, entirely set in discussing a book. Uh, we talked entirely about the new Jim Crow and, and it had a whole episode about it. And we both came from pretty rough backgrounds and, you know, that helps us also find that common ground. So I think uh, as we talked about in the first guest was on, that's, that's a big part of where you have to go. If you want to have civil discourse is find some common ground, some way to be able to actually, you know, find a reason to agree that we both are working towards, a similar purpose that that then allows us to have that argument about maybe methods and how 
and how we get to where we're going, but not necessarily in in it being an intentional attack against each other. Uh, did it, anybody who's listening right now have anything that they wanted to talk about or wanted to join in um, to see if we can have an example of civil discourse as the final part of what it is that we are planning to do with our Balanced Exchange podcast and potentially with using wisdom as a tool to improve the show itself and how we can show that civil discourse is something that's possible. So in our last episode that we just recorded, which actually comes out on Friday at noon, we talked about freedom, right? So what does it really mean? Uh, what are some historical origins? What are some concepts we can use to frame what true freedom really is? What does it take to really consider yourself to be free? And so if that's something that you feel like you might have a uh, an idea about, or you think that it would be interesting to listen to someone else's perspective or maybe join in in that conversation, the links to the podcast and to the YouTube channel are both in my profile. And we definitely uh, had some perspectives on current state of freedom in the United States and in the world and what it really means to be free today. And I also talked a lot about, um, you know, the philosophical concepts that go along with freedom in general and uh, how we get to the idea of being able to use some different theoretical constructs in order to truly frame out what freedom is. Um, we we kind of use the same lines a lot of times um, in our show because a big part of a lot of these concepts comes back to same prime concepts. One of those is us versus them. And that's what we're talking about here with civil discourse. Do you, can you identify yourself as a separate group from who it is that you're talking with? And if so, then you get yourself into this mindset of, us versus them, so me versus this other person I'm trying to have a conversation with. And so then there are certain attitudes that naturally come of it. But instead, if you can find ways to make those people a part of us, and then you're having a discussion amongst the group you consider to be us, that then makes things a whole lot better. Uh, we also reference Maslow's hierarchy of needs a lot. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's this pyramid looking thing that talks about basically how people need certain things before they can progress into any higher level of this hierarchy of needs. And that the basis, like the very base layer of that is something that as a society, as a group of people, like we should agree that those things are something we should care about each other having. Those include just simple things like air and food and water and shelter. Um, and so if we can look at that hierarchy of needs and agree that, yeah, this is a thing a person needs. And that if we were a very small community together, we would be very concerned about all members of our group having all of those things. Um, why can't we create that as kind of a base for where we should have this conversation? How do we decide what's right and what's wrong? How do we work towards making sure people have this base level of need and, and do that as a group, as a society, right? Um, so I really appreciate those who did listen and for anybody checking this out later this is basically the way a lot of our stuff goes except we do generally have the two of us as a way our podcast goes so instead of a podcast just being a single person talking about a specific subject it is the two of us kind of going back and forth which is not unheard of i know there are quite a few podcasts that have a, a cast of multiple people but it's the two of us kind of having a dialogue about whatever topic we're talking about which is why I thought once I realized and understood what wisdom really is, is fundamentally kind of the way our, our podcast goes. It's very much 
um, the two of us talking, which is something we have an option to do here on Wisdom. Anybody who wants to join in the conversation is able to just, you know, touch and, and ask to join and we can have bring them in and have a little conversation about what it is we're talking about, which seems like it would be a really cool way to expand the concept that's going on with our podcast. So we may be, you may be seeing us bring up wisdom um, and bring in guests on some episodes later. So uh, appreciate everybody for hanging out and listening to me run my mouth about our, our podcast and our YouTube channel and what it is that we are trying to do to hopefully bring back, uh, keep alive or, you know, make uh, civil discourse a, a more common thing uh, when it comes to discussing social concepts, things that become political when a lot of times maybe they are more uh, a social discussion, a social topic, a, a, a discussion of morals, as was brought up earlier. So appreciate y'all's time. Thank you very much for joining me. Bye.